What's up, sisters? Welcome to episode 29 of the Period Whisperer podcast, where I am going to share with you, you know, what happened to me this week that made me realize I had stopped checking in with my own body, how I get back to checking in with my own body, and really what the four steps are for relief in perimenopause. Because I know when my symptoms start to get out of whack again, when I start to feel off in my body when I'm not sleeping well when I'm having irregular periods again I know I haven't been checking in with my body when my energy starts to get a bit funky right maybe I wake up not so energized maybe I go to bed um, exhausted I know and I can't seem to get through the day maybe I'm starting to have these crazy cravings these are all indicators that I am starting to struggle again and and the the swing of my hormones are getting significant and it's all impacted by my lifestyle choices so tune in let me help you share my four steps for relief in perimenopause especially when life gets busy and in the way grab your pen let's dive in What's up, sisters? Welcome to the Period Whisperer podcast. I'm Bria. I'm your host. If you're new, I'm so happy you are here. I'm your perimenopause and menopause sister, your holistic trainer, hormone specialist, translator of your female body. I'm a recovering people pleaser and hustle addict turned body whisperer and hormone decoder. And I am here to help you de-stress your body, decode what it is saying, become the CEO of it, and own your own health, energy, and weight loss again. This show is for you, the overwhelmed, overworked, underappreciated step woman who dreams of a body they feel strong, energetic, and sane in. The woman who knows that she shouldn't just wave the white aging flag and believes in a body and life of peace, love, and purpose. But you don't just know how to get there yet. So if you are stuck in your body, your energy, your life, you are in the right spot. Let's lean in and learn what our bodies are saying to us. Hey sisters, how are you feeling in your body today? I love asking that question. If you have been, you know, listening to the pod for a little while, you know, this is something I like to ask and I ask it to you as much as I have to remember to ask it to myself. You know, I um, recently moved and as we all know, I think from moves, that's a lot, right? There's so much to think about, so many pieces, you know, the actual move itself, there's cleaning to do, there's all the organization of swapping out utilities, there's unpacking, there's settling in, you know, at the same time, my kids have started back up at school. Um, And then that's not even to mention all the things that happen in life. And I share this with you, because after the move, a couple days after the move, I, I, (laughs) I kind of, I have this tendency and I know a lot of you share this tendency where I just kind of put blinders on and I go. When there's so much to do, we can either freeze or we can muscle through. And over the years, I've trained myself to just power through. Neither are the right move though. I have learned over time, you pay the price when you don't take the time to go slow, when you don't take the time to check in with your body. And after, you know, weeks and months of planning this move and then executing this move, I didn't even realize how tightly wound I was. And, you know, my girlfriend said to me, let me give you a massage tonight. I think you need it. 
And I was too, you know, I was happy to take it and too tired to argue. And the moment she just started pressing into my back muscles, I, I just started crying. <laughs> I don't, and I don't know, like it's even emotional thinking about it now. I don't know if that's ever happened to you when it's like you finally release everything you've been holding, all the stress you've been keeping, all the hard stuff. Um, and it was just this sob fest for me of a release, both in the pain that was held in my muscles, but it was a reminder to me, and, and sorry, both in the pain that was held in my muscles, but in the emotions that I was just holding on, you know, like all the things, all the balls you're juggling. Um, and, and it's a lot. And, and I say this to you because I, I spent those couple of weeks or those last month losing touch with how I was feeling in my body. And, and this is what I do. I try it really hard to do that daily check-in. Um, and it's important to understand that you don't just get your body to a place or get in touch with it or work in a flow or lose the weight or gain the energy and then that's it, you've arrived, right? Sometimes we have this idea that like, when this happens, I will have arrived. But if you've ever worked really hard and achieved a goal, you know that it's satisfying that moment, but then you have to either maintain that, you have to, you know, find a way you know, to move to the next goal, you, you recognize that it, it's a maintainable aspect, even for me, who this is my livelihood is to is to teach other women how to get inside of themselves, how to connect with what's happening in their body. And, and this is what is happening. That is one of the biggest issues for us in perimenopause. You know, we, we reach this magical age of 35 and our hormones are naturally becoming imbalanced more and more imbalanced right because it's our reverse puberty this is just our body is now saying it's no longer you know able and capable and ready for reproduction so we're going to start you know shutting down that system a little and that changes things and the change is exacerbated, right, you know, by other problems, other stresses, other things in our life, right? Because this elevation of cortisol, the, the stressors that we handle in life, that is what makes our swing in hormones so much more significant. It throws it, you know, way out of whack. I'm trying to think of a really good example for this. It's the difference between, you know, jumping on a little rebounder and how far you might get up in the air and jumping on a really bouncy trampoline, right? The distance, the space in that swing of our hormones is so significant. And it's the swing of the hormones, right, that throws that gives us a lot of these really uncomfortable symptoms, right? Everything from the weight gain to the mood swings to the inability to sleep at night. Um, to random, irregular, uncomfortable periods. And, you know, I have to be mindful of this as well. And so when I had this moment where this release, it was this reminder to me that I had been slowly sliding out of being in touch with my own body. So asking you today, again, how are you feeling in your body is the question that I'm asking myself. This is how we start to recognize, oh my gosh, my body is tight. I need to expand it, not contract it more in a harder workout. You know, oh my gosh, my body is tired. I need to rest. 
and nourish it, not expend more, right? This is us becoming really in tune with our body, taking control of it and stepping into being empowered over it. And you know, it's these, it's, it's our minds that get in the way of us being in tune. We've first of all, never been trained. We've never been shown by our parents, most of us anyway, or by society to prioritize turning in. We, we look outside of us so quickly and, and I was the exact same way, always online Googling or YouTubing or Instagramming or Facebooking, looking for other, other, other people's meal plans, other people's, you know, workout plans, other people's you know, plans to that make themselves feel better. What are they taking instead of looking inside of myself and hearing what my body is saying to me? And although, yes, there are some really great nutrition plans out there and really great workout plans out there. I've done them all. You know, there's really great supplements out there. And, and you know, in my one on one coaching, we you know, those are things that I get to share. But those are just simple tools that we use to build on top of the foundations that are going to be the foundation is so is the critical piece right locking in our health foundations is what allows us to use tools and get results if our health foundations and by that like i mean if 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 we're not sleeping well if we're not moving properly in line that's supporting our hormones if we're not nourishing our bodies in ways that are supporting our you know in the way our body needs or, or supporting our gut health and, and our hormones. If we're not finding ways to rupture and have pleasure, it does not matter what tool we pick up. And I know you know this because you wouldn't be listening to this podcast right now, right? You wouldn't be listening to me right now because I know you can Google anything you need and it's not working, that's why you're here. And I get that. That's why I created this podcast, because I tried all the things. I Googled all the things I bought and paid and spent money on all the things and expended energy and time on all the things. And it wasn't until I learned by being coached to turn into myself, to learn my body, to hear what she's saying to me, that I could balance my foundations and let my body get to a place where I could pick up a tool now. I can pick up a workout program and get great results, build muscle, lose weight if I need to. You know, I can, you know, choose to try a different type of eating program. You know, I can try a supplement and 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 recognize the benefits of it. But if we're never turning in because we're always looking out, it's, it's hard for us to ever actually get results and also stick with that thing long enough, right? Because we inevitably, when we start to, when we start to try a new tool, when we invest in something, whether it's a workout plan or a supplement or a nutrition plan or a new way of, you know, a new hormonal way of eating or whatever it is, it's hard. We're going to hit a point where it's, not easy, right? Everything's easy in the beginning because it's exciting and our mind is exciting. You think about any relationship, right? At the very beginning of a relationship, everything's exciting, it's new. And that does start to settle in a little bit, right? And you have to put effort in to keep that passion alive. And when it comes to, you know, sticking with something, you're going to hit a point where that new excitement, that new hope, that like, oh, this could be the time this works for me and I'm going to feel better, does start to wane. And that's the that's the work, right? That's the part where you need to stay on so that you can use that tool to get results. But if one, if, 
if your foundations aren't in place, you're wasting time and money. It's not going to happen. <laughs> you're not going to get the most out of the benefits of that tool. And at the same time, you know, you're not going to be able to stay the course because it's the mindset piece, right? It's us, it's us learning to turn in instead of turning out. It's the changing of that habit within ourselves. So, you know, that was a lot, but you know, you're like, Bria, let's get to the, get to these four, four pieces, right? I wanted to share with you today about perimenopause and the four steps that I use for myself uh, and that I, I work with my one-on-one clients on, you know, for relief to bring you back right after you have these moments because inevitably there's I've been saying inevitably a lot it's my word of the day inevitably (laughs) there's always going to be things in life that are out of our control that are going to that are going to require our time energy and focus Um, for me it's been this you know the buying of a house you know the moving of a house Um, it's a lot right and you have it's not like life slows down during that period. So now you're doing double time. And so what do we do when we get thrown off for a little while? These are my main four steps to kind of gut check, right? To get check again, to get myself back on track. And the first step is always to, you know, reduce the inflammation and reduce the stressors in the body. This is number one. So if you're a list person, if you want to write things down, if you're auto auto noting, we want to reduce, right? Because what we know, as I said at the beginning of this call, is that any stress, any stress in the body, on the body, coming to the body, right? And that might be inflammation in your gut, that might be, you know, added stress on the outside in, anything happening is going to make your symptoms, your hormones worse, which makes your symptoms worse, which makes you feel worse, and you get this downward compound effect spiral. We want to reverse that. You know, we hear a lot about this idea of, you know, fill your cup and let it spill out to others. I know because I used to say it all the time, right? Put on your breathing mask first, they say. And I love that saying, but it doesn't matter how full you fill your cup, how many good things you're putting in your cup, if there's a hole at the bottom of the cup, the cup is never going to get full. And that is what we're doing here when it comes to reducing the inflammation. We want to take a look at our life, at our body, turn in and say, okay, what are the things that are happening in my control in my life that I can start reducing some of the inflammation in there? Because there's, you know, there's stopping the hole and then there's pouring into the, the cup, right? So the first step is really reducing that inflammation. We want to make sure, and we do that, right, by, um, you know, making sure we're not drinking caffeine on an empty stomach, making sure that we're not going out for a hard workout while we're having our period, making sure that we are working towards having at least seven to nine hours of rest at night in bed, right? We do this by by reducing, um, you know, the amount of alcohol we're drinking, the amount of sugar that we're intaking, right? We're trying to make sure that what the goods if we're putting good stuff in it's not just getting sucked out the bottom you know if we haven't set boundaries in our life around people who are sucking the energy out of us we do this by setting some of those energies so step one is really reducing that stress and inflammation to kind of fill the hole or weave the hole or close the hole that is in your bucket number two is to release or to rupture again it does not matter how many times how much 
how many good things we put in, how much fun we try to have, if we don't have space for that fun because we are so stressed out, it's like, I just finished this move. I am, you know, I'm still trying to put things away. I am beyond, you know, still a little overwhelmed. And and I wanted to have my girlfriends over tonight. Uh, I wanted to have them over to show them the house, to have some drinks, you know, to enjoy. But I am so, I'm exhausted right now. And I would not be able to add that pleasure in because I'm just so tired. It's like saying, you know what, I would love to go and have fun and go dancing. But until I do that, like until I get rid of all of these other things that are so full up in me, I cannot be present here in this moment. So we need to find a way to release or to rupture all that we are holding on so tightly to all the stress that is happening in our body. And that might be a rest that might be a massage that might be a deep conversation with one friend that might be screaming in your shower or into a pillow or going for a drive and blasting music it's going to be it might be an orgasm it's going to be different for anyone right but this is where again we turn into our body and we're like body where am I holding this stuff? How do I release this stuff, right? So we need to really, step two is to really release and rupture out the stuff that we are holding. We need to recognize that we're holding on to all of this stress. And maybe it's you didn't just move. Maybe you just went through a really tough time with one of your kids. Maybe you went through a divorce. Maybe someone passed away. You have to move through that. You have to unpack that stuff, right? We cannot just simply, as my therapist says, take all of these big emotions, cram them into a hard little nut and stuff them somewhere. They will not stay. They will. You will pay the piper for that somewhere in your body. And that will, again, your, your, your body knows there's a great book called The Body Keeps the Score. And it really talks about the fact that the body recognizes what's coming into it and what's not leaving. And if you're stuffing all of these emotions into you and not processing through them, then you're going to stay stuck and you will not have space for the good stuff to come in. So again, the first step was really reducing that inflammation, healing that hole in your bucket. The second step is to make sure you are releasing and rupturing, that you are moving through the emotion of how hard this was. I had to really, you know, after I got that massage and cried, I had to really talk about and think about and write about how hard this was, how much this was on me, you know, and, and honor it. And then I could let it go and move through it. And it no longer was being held so tightly. If we never let it go, we're just constantly holding on to this stress in our body. Number three is to nourish and create a plan to nourish and create habits that nourish our health pillars, right? So our four key health pillars are sleep and rest. They are movement. They are uh, nutrition, right? How we fuel ourselves, what goes into our body. And they are, of course, mindset. So what we need to make sure we are doing every day and, and what I like to do is say, okay, Am I fostering an environment for good sleep? If not, what's getting in the way, right? Be your, you can be your own coach here, or if you are stuck, that's why you hire a coach to help you like me. If you don't know how to do these things, that is what I am here for. If you, you know, need direction or support, 
you know, we have two key resources in life, right? Actually, we have three key resources. We have our networks and our community, which is quite arguably one of the biggest ones. That's how we send referrals and know good people and all that stuff. We have money and we have time. And most of us don't have time to figure out and be the expert. So that's why we hire coaches. That's why you're on this podcast right now. You're looking for an expert to give you the answers. Don't try to find the answers. It is a waste of your time. Trust me. Anytime I think, oh, maybe I'm going to install this dimmer in my house, or maybe I'm going to, I always make way more of a mess and I get frustrated and I'm like, I should have just hired someone to do this. It would have saved me a lot of time and frustration. Anyway, we're trying to nourish, right? So step three was to nourish. And so I'll take a look and see, okay, how am I sleeping? Am I getting what the basic needs are for my foundational health pillar, those seven to nine hours? If not, why not? What can I do to support this piece? Uh, Likewise, when it comes to our food, right? What am I doing in here that is, is adding nourishment, right? Am I making sure I'm taking in my greens every day? Am I taking some good omegas to help support myself? Am I, you know, eating too much sugar, drinking too much alcohol? You know, have these, what are the things that have crept in my diet? Am I eating when I'm not hungry? Am I numbing with food? Focusing on the nourishing pillar and say, okay, am I just making sure I'm eating enough? Am I eating and stopping when I'm full? Am I eating three meals a day, three, four meals a day, right? To keep my blood sugar regular. Um, those are the ways we nourish our our body with the, with the food piece. Like, am I getting in the right micronutrients? Am I eating vegetables at every single meal? This is how we nourish. Uh, we also nourish in our movement, right? So Although it can be really fun to go do a a fun, intense workout, if that brings you joy, you can do that every once in a while. But what your body typically needs when you are coming out of a very stressed or high intense part in order to support your hormones, in order to support your perimenopause, in order to support the, the stress in your body is actually release. We need to walk. We need to stretch. We need to have proper posture and hold in our core. These things alone are what you need to release, right? And to nourish. Doing a hard workout when you have your period or when you're in a very stressful time period of your life and you're not sleeping very well is only adding more stress to your life, okay? And of course, there's, you know, the the pleasure, the mindset pillar, you know, am I nourishing my mindset? Am I listening to stuff that is keeping me positive? We've heard forever this idea that we are a sum of the the five people we hang out with. And that's because what they say to us, the the energy that is constantly going into our minds, the, the mental nourishment, we call it, that impacts how we see the world. And so much of us as women being able to have healthy, strong bodies has everything to do with us feeling like we're worth it. Are you listening to good podcasts? Are you taking in good information? Are you surrounding yourself with people that make you happy and make you feel good and don't drain you? Nourish that mind piece because it matters. And okay, and then step four is mindset. And, uh, you know, although we talked about that mindset a little bit there in, in the nourishing the nourishing step, a real key mindset pillar that is important that I try to ask myself is because, and maybe I'll preface this, 
if we, it's hard to make changes, right? Isn't it? Can we all agree that it's hard to change? Um, again, when that excitement, that initial thing wears off, it's, and life gets in the way, it requires energy for us to change. So it's, it's important that we're constantly checking in and working on our own mindset. I have a coach that I work with that helps me grow. I focus on fueling my brain with good podcasts and good books and things every day. I choose to turn off the news because um, I want to make sure that my mindset is protected because our mindset as women is critical to us elevating what we know our body deserves. A lot of the times we're, we're, we say, I, and I used to be this way, and I have to fight it still, and I hear other people, I have, you know, we do for others and we don't do for ourselves, right? I'm great at giving advice, but I'm not great at receiving advice. I do all these things for my kids, and then I don't take care of my own needs. We have to ask ourselves, if we do not make these changes, what is this costing us? What is this costing us? Is it, what is it costing us financially by not feeling really good in our bodies, right? I know if I can't work properly, it's costing me money. I know if I'm consumed by how my body feels, it's costing me money. I know if I'm not at operating at my best, it's costing me money. You know, what is this costing me in time, in my health, in my energy? If I'm consumed by how I feel, like that's a waste of time for me. It's I'm not being able to be present and give energy to my kids. It's costing me my relationship with them, my relationship with my girlfriend. It's costing me things. So really making sure we're nourishing and focused on that mindset and asking ourselves, hey, what is this costing me by not making this change today? This is how we start to make our mindset strong. All right, you guys, that was a lot. Those are my four steps. And so to sum them up one more time, one, we want to reduce that inflammation and heal that bucket. Two, we want to release or rupture the caught up energy within us. We want to nourish our, our health pillars and have created a plan to nourish that with our habits. And we want to make sure we are asking ourselves where our mindset is at. Is my mindset on the right path? What is it costing me not to do these things? And what is it costing me to do these things, right? If I'm stuck feeling this way again next week, next month, next year, what is the cost of my life to that? This is when we start to elevate what we know we deserve for our bodies, what we know we're worth, and when we start to make those shifts. And when we reduce those things, when we do those four steps, we create the space for our bodies to heal itself, to bring that back. So listen, if you are, if you love this podcast, please, please, please show me that you loved it. Go and give me a five-star review. Give me, uh, you know, write a few things in there. You know, take a picture of you listening to it on your walk or doing your yoga or eating something that's nourishing you or focusing on your mind and tag me in your stories so I can share it. And, and recognize that you do not have to do this alone. Okay, there's a couple ways we can work together. This is the last week I'm able to accept applications for my one-on-one -on -one intensives for September, for the month of September. Um, I'll make sure the link is in, is in the show notes so you can just swipe up or the link is always in my Instagram and Facebook bio. You can check them out there. You know, if you just need some quick tips, some better understanding, if you want to advance your knowledge on this, you can check out my 10, my 10 hormone hacks event that you can grab at any point in time. I'll put the link as well in the show notes there. But just remember, in order to be more in our life and not just less on a scale, we have to first believe it. And then second, we have to take the steps to get there. And you do not have to do it alone. It will cost you a lot of time and money, 
if you do not find the support and direction that you need. So reach out if I can help you. Know that I am here. Please dive in. Fill out one of those applications to come and work with me if you want. If there's no space this month, I'll find space the next month for you. Um, But just know that I am here with you. I am sharing with you. I am working on listening to my own body, and I hope you are too. Okay, see you next time. Thank you so much for joining me on the Period Whisperer podcast. I want to encourage you to reach out to me directly and message me if there are topics or things you're struggling with so we can address those right where you are at. And of course, if you loved this episode, if you learned something, make sure to share it with your friends and please rate and review it wherever you get your podcasts.